Hi, I'm Wolfgang. My friends call me Stephen Wolf because I collect specialty teapots. Play the latest scratch-off from the Ohio Lottery, simply called Millions, for a chance to taste the good life and win up to a million dollars. My prize teapots include one that was made from the very first 3D computer model and a teapot that inspired the lyrics, I'm a little teapot. Play the new $30 scratch-off Millions. With one in three odds, a $40 minimum prize, and an 81% payout, you can go hog wild on whatever's your cup of tea. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. You don't have to answer that question. I'll answer the question. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! All right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, welcome, welcome to an episode of Crispy Banter. My name is Sid, and I'm here joined by... Mr. Sickness in the... Cut himself. <laughs> Yo, you're sick, man. I'm very sick. Yeah. It's the weather. But your name is? Janaid. Thank you. Yes, so sorry. my name is Sid. I'm joined by Janaid. AKA Mr. Sickness. We are Crispy Banter. Crispy this is banter. the Crispy Banter podcast. You should say crispy and then I say banter. Crispy. Banter. <laughs> Thank you. See how that sounds. Crispy Banter is nothing but a fun-loving, lighthearted conversation between two Missaga kids about everyday things in our everyday lives. And sometimes we get off the deep end. Saga stand up. So let's get right into it. How you doing today, man? I'm good. Are you gonna ask me this before every episode? How you doing? Like all formalish? It's called like, bro. Like, do I ask you with the weather? It's cordial, man. You gotta be a little. Cordial. How are you? How are you? Damn. Things are good. I thought we were brothers and shit. We they just are get straight to the point. But can brothers not be nice to each other? No, no. Really. <laughs> <laughs> just get straight to the point. What's good? What are you saying? Okay, pass all that garbage. That's hilarious. Yeah. Man. But but I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. Good man. See, that's what I care about because brothers care about each other's health and well being. Wealth and well being. Damn. Bro. Wealth and well being. I like Wealth that. and well being. That's a new bro. one. <laughs> it, that's gonna be Instagram caption next week. Absolutely. Aside from all the Drake lyrics, of course. Is that, that is that a Drake lyric? No, 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 oh, okay. bro. That's my lyric, bro. That's f- I mean, like every Instagram caption. You know, you know how it is. Microphone <laughs> Allen in the cut. It went from God's plan to nice for what. That's how it goes. <laughs> by the way, Billboard number one, number one, and beat number by two. Himself. Number one, beat number by two. Himself. Oh my god, bro! Then when Nice for What got introduced, yeah. it debuted at number one. Yep, exactly. And beat his own song by himself. Come on. So what's Drake's kryptonite? Drake himself. Damn. <laughs> that's it. Damn, yo, that's <laughs> new Drake Damn. album. By the way, June Scorpion. Dude, I still find it so corny, Drake. If you're listening. No. You are no. the sixth god. I Chef love you. Bobby, we love you. Don't listen to this idiot. I don't know what this scorpion thing's about. Whatever, man. let it be. You we don't we don't ask questions. We let it happen. We don't ask questions, we just listen to Drake. Exactly. We don't it. let it happen. <laughs> I sorry, we let it happen. We don't just you know, come on. But come on, scorpion? It's champagne poppy, bro. Dude, I didn't want to take this I didn't want to go here right away. We might as well. Right away. Like right off the bat. But speaking of Drake, Toronto. Something happened in Toronto yesterday that... Yes, on a, just, very, on a little bit more serious topic. Man, that just broke my heart. Because every time, you know, like, we are desensitized to all these horrific incidents happening in, in life, right? In the world, in so many countries, things are going south all over the place, right? Every time I thought to myself, man, like, first of all, I, I, I truly believe we live in the greatest country in the world, 100%. Canada, right? Yeah. I really, really believe that. One of the most safest. Exactly, right? And I, and it just, and then every time in my heart of hearts was like, oh man, I hope not in Canada, 
not in Canada. You know, like obviously, I don't wish this upon anybody anywhere in the world. Evil should be, you know, obviously never. It should never be tolerated. It should never be uh, practiced. Nothing. You know what I mean? But every time I was like, not in Canada. And then yesterday, Young and Finch, a guy in a van. Forgot his name, Alex Minnesian or something, something like that. Something like that. No, I want to say the name because I want people Alec, to remember this. Alec, Alec, or Alex, maybe it was whichever, Alex. whichever, okay. right? I want people to remember. So he in a rental van, plowed pedestrians over, ten people dead, nineteen six, injured, sixteen or nineteen injured, yeah, nineteen like injured. That. That's insane, man. And Young and Finch. I have friends that live at Young and Fish. One of the most busiest, by the way, I used to work at Young and Shepherd. Yeah. One of the most busiest intersections throughout the day. Imagine, uh, I think it was at 1.30 p.m. By the way, I even was at looking, night. Yeah, like even at night. Like 9 p.m., it's, it's busy. It's so sad, man. I, and I was just looking at certain Facebook posts and people just posting that, you know, how you can mark yourself safe if you're in a, oh, disaster, yeah, yeah, in yeah. a crisis zone or whatever. And I'm and I'm and obviously, I'm frantic. I'm like, oh, damn. Like, I'm sure there's friends there. There's acquaintances. There's so many people. It's a happening place, right? Yes. And so I saw this specific fa- Facebook post. And uh, this person, she wrote, holy crap, I work right beside, like right over there, right? And that day, she chose not to go out for lunch. Damn, that's serious. Right? And she just posted that, and she's like, "Oh my god!" Like today, I, I didn't go out for lunch. It was like one thirty. She usually takes lunch around that time. Yeah. And like, imagine, man, you're just about to grab a sandwich, or you know, one of those ten people or those nineteen people injured. They were just going. It was about a normal day, day just right? like any other day. And can you just imagine just a van either coming at you or you can't even see it's behind you, and boom, maybe listen it. to your headphones. Dude, man, a lot of people do that these I, days. I'm, I'm just so heartbroken over it, and um, I know we always bounce back. We always, you know, shit has happened. You know that Vegas shooting, this, that. By the way, I the shootings are still going on in America, but that's just another topic. We always bounce back, but it's just how des- desensitized have we become to all of this, man? You know that that for sure, I would say, yeah, because right? I mean, you know, I was scrolling through Instagram today, and although I did see. A lot of Toronto prayers. Prayers, and and that. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. You know, a lot of people are just, you know, we're still posting. Yeah, go about know. their day because, it, yeah, it, it's just... Not to say not to say that you should stop your life for a week. Agreed. Right? Agreed. Life does go on. I actually, it's it's funny. I have a friend. He actually, uh, he he went to school here. Yeah. But he's, a, he's from Afghanistan. Okay. So obviously we know what kind of stuff have, happens in Afghanistan. Oh, right? absolutely. Like bombings and this and that, right? Uh, on, or on whatever the, regular, the media, or whatever on, the media reports. No, no, on the regular. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I yeah. hear this from him. Fair, right? no, and agreed, he, agreed. Like he goes there, like he goes there regularly because his family has a has a hotel business there. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And so um, the reason why I bring that up is because I ask him, like, dude, like, if that's a regular thing, how do people like live with that? And he's like, you know, there are times when you wake up in the morning and you don't go to work right away, and as soon as a bombing goes off somewhere, then people are like, okay, now start your day. Oh my god man. But Think about it Holy. They go about their day regularly Because I asked him like But but a bombing just went off Yeah Over here every, Everything shuts down Shuts down Everybody go Stops. home Exactly Go home Nothing's moving Exactly And then he's like How long can we do that for? Here It'll only last what? A week Or two yeah. If Max that. If that. Max if Exactly that. Yeah And then we'll go back to work Right? Yeah for sure. For another 10, 20, 30, whatever amount of years until, God forbid, something happens again, right? Then again, we stop. But over there, it's flipped. Right. Right? It's like they don't really stop anything for that long. 
right? Like that's just part of life. It's a part of life, and just then they part go of out life. because they're like, well, we have to continue business. We have to do this, right? A lot of people did move out of there. Yeah, but some people they have some might not be fortunate businesses. enough to. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, 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 like the country cannot just stop because of that. Right. That was his big reasoning behind it. And, right. And I kind of that that put things into like I was born and raised here. Yeah. So that put things into perspective for me. Right. As a Canadian and someone who's been, you know, safe all their lives, right? But you know what? Struggle and suffering is relative. Oh, for sure. Right. I, it's great that, you know, it builds perspective and we are grateful for the life that we live here and stuff like that, right? I mean, we always can't uh, just compare ourselves. You know, the classic comparison, eat your food, eat your food because... Someone else you know, doesn't Africa have it. Or wherever, like, you know, yeah. it's just a classic comparison, right? And I've always come to... Uh, and while that should build perspective, while that should build gratefulness, gratitude, rather, uh, in anybody to be happy, uh, to be content in whatever you have in life, struggling and suffering is still relative, Right, for sure. And so comparing that to, uh, I mean, I can't even imagine living in a world where you just said, the bomb goes off, and then we go about our day. Exactly. I can't, I, I can't physically imagine that because I mean, I've never lived in those conditions. I don't, I, I wish that upon nobody, obviously. But uh, now being in Canada, being the the lifestyle that we live here, the people that we surround ourselves with on a daily, and even the new people that we interact with, on average, very welcoming, very warm, very friendly, manners, everything's great, right? Uh, cheerful, bubbly. That's the norm that I'm in now. So when I hear 10 people died, uh, somebody in a van plummeted over uh, pedestrians, holy crap, man. It just, it shakes you right out of that comfort, right? Yeah. And it's like, it could happen here. And I had to reach out to a bunch of people. And in my old job, a lot of our senior accountants, a lot of our staff would have been assigned to certain clients around there as well. So there was like a full firm-wide email that was sent out. And oh, wow. just, yeah, we're just, everybody's in shock, right? Like, oh my God, like it happens here. And these type of things ra- uh, give you that, shake you up at your core. And they're like, holy crap, it can happen here. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's, exactly. just, it's just sad, man. I, uh, I was just thinking about it. I was obviously reading certain articles and um, just think about it, right? You know the, you know the whole... Oh, when a white guy does it, it's just a lone wolf, and uh, yeah, mentally you know what I mean? unstable, mentally unstable, whatever. And if it was a Muslim guy here, or brown, brown, for that yeah, matter. yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, a, a brown skinned or whatever. Right away, act of terrorism. Yeah, must Kill be a ten terrorist. people. Must Could be, be a, a terrorist. terrorist. ISIS, this, that, yeah. blah blah blah. Just dropping the you know the big names yeah. that have uh, plagued the world with terror, yeah. right? And I'm glad it. What I'm glad about is it has right now. At least with us, from what whatever I'm reading, I'm seeing people sticking to the facts. Hey, let's let's uh, wait till all the facts are out. Let's wait till the police report. You know, everything's done, and people. At least I'm very ha- happy that people are showing that patience. That let's get all the information on the table, and then we'll eat. You know what? It's it's funny. I, I tweeted this out last night when I was just like sitting there, just thinking, and I'm so proud of Toronto and how. You know, we as a community handled this situation because, you know, think about it. Any any other place, you know, uh, there there have been, you know, people blaming people or you know, uh, uh, automatic assumptions about the right. about the guy. Yeah. Or hold on, even the more bigger picture is the actual officer. Have you seen the video? Oh, dude. Thing when I saw that, that I was yep. like so impressed. I'm not a police officer or any or any. Do you know what would have happened in the states or wherever? Yeah, guns, thirty bullets, that... stri- dude. 
And the guy yeah. pulled out whatever it was. I don't know exactly yeah, know what he pulled out. It looked like it was a gun, yeah, but apparently twice. it wasn't. Like yeah. in the sense he was making that he was mimicking that same action of pulling out something like two or three times. Think about it. The first time you would have shot. Like any, absolutely, like, and it, the guy is just reaching in his pocket to pull out whatever. He'd have twenty bullets right in his chest, ten in his. He did head. that twice, yeah, or three times. But the cop kept us cool. Think about the nerves, yeah, exactly, exactly. that that cop had, cool. right? Then he went slowly into. He didn't have handcuffs on him or something along those lines, so he had to go in the police car to get it. Yeah, while making like eye contact. No way, really? yeah, with Damn. the guy. Yeah, and then he went. He slowly, even even when when when. When the when the guy was approaching the police officer, right. he stepped back a bit. Like it was so strategic, yeah. and so well thought out. Like it, this, eventually the the uh, culprit he he gave in, right? Like he, he gave just, in. He yeah, just he dropped in. and he yeah, just he dropped, dropped to the yeah, ground. Yeah, yeah. But we don't know what the police officer could have said with Agreed. his words. Agreed. But do you see like how like like even if he said something with his words, how powerful that is? So much respect, man. Right, and how the guns weren't shot like we have had incidents where in the shootouts past, and stuff well not even the shootouts like um there have been like tasers and stuff like that in yeah. in canada yeah so i'm not gonna like say oh we're perfect but this is like this was on the no, but we like tasing is a level below no 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 to but, subdue the uh victim I, right yeah not yeah victim, but sorry, like like suspect but there was uh like continuous tasing where you tase now that person's disarmed right oh they kept going and they kept going and yeah, going yeah, and going horrible. and that person yeah, died yeah. <laughs> That's messed up, man. Right. Yeah. So now the question, now the thing is, is that how proud am I of the, the Toronto Police Force and like just everybody in general? How the world is watching. Everybody's watching right this now. This was on man. CNN yep. for CNN? God's yep. sakes. Yep. Okay, they were showing Young and Finch on CNN. Okay, can you imagine like if we were shooting as well? Oh, here we go again. Like, it, yeah. like oh, this is just this is everywhere. This is everywhere. This but is this the way clearly yeah. showed. No, 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 no. This is how we do it. And that one officer represented all of Canada at that moment. Think about that. At that moment, he did. Like, did he think in his mind when he was doing that? I'm representing all of Canada right his now. His biggest priority at that time was to subdue, to stop what Whoever was happening. He is, yeah, God bless him. Yeah, absolutely. He should get some sort of a medal. medal. Yeah. A medal, absolutely, Jinx. Uh, should definitely de- deserves a medal. And yeah, it was just so. When you're watching, obviously, uh, you know, on your computer, <clears throat> we're not taking into account the nerves, the the pressure, the intense environment exactly. that that's happening right there live for that officer and that friggin' you know suspect, right? Um, I, amazing, I'm very proud. Amazing of work. Amazing. I mean, amazing as much work. as this is so, this is sad, uh, I'm I'm very happy how we handled it. Absolutely, it could have went any which way, right? Absolutely, and I in the I, mean, I think in the immediate past, this is this has to be uh, one of the. Oh yeah, deadliest. Uh, oh yeah, one of I the guess. biggest yeah. kind of yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I think it is an act of terrorism. Yeah, this, it is, this yeah. is terrorism. It is, it is terrorism because yeah, it's inflicting it's terror, it, on instilling the people. fear on the people. Exactly, exactly. exactly so right? yeah, it, it is an act of terrorism. No matter how small or grand or whatever you want to, however you want to say it, it is that yeah. right. And I want to. I hope it is treated as that. And I'm just. I was very happy to see people actually employing that patience that, hey, let's wait till all the facts are out. Nobody jumped to anybody. Don't blame anybody's community. Don't blame anything. Wait. That's the most beautiful part. You know what I mean? And um, another thing was, I think Facebook has, so when a crisis zone happens, people can actually offer help. So there were some friends on my Facebook um, that were like, oh, uh, offering help, transportation, or any care that's given or anything that's required nice, I'll move you nice, out do nice, that nice, or, you know nice. what I mean 
I was like, wow, like that's pretty cool, actually. I like that. I've never, I've never seen that. Yeah, I just exactly just like um, I watched a video once, and do you remember when nine uh, eleven happened? Uh, there were so many random volunteers that just walked into hospitals and were like, hey, what help do you need? Hey, what can we do? What can all that stuff? It's so funny because I remember um, there was I, I was I was having a conversation with a friend of mine and. And uh, we were talking about how the world's just going in a bad place. And the world is becoming like, the world is becoming like that, right? And he said to me, like, I'm, I guess I'm paraphrasing, but he said, you told me that wherever there's crisis, you will always find, um, like, good, good, yeah. like helpers. You right. always find helpers. Yeah. Like, we think that, oh, a crisis is happening or like something happened and the world is going in, 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 in the shithole. But in actuality, like even think about something like like uh, climate change, right? Like how that is affecting the world, and now slowly, slowly, as people grow, like as the generation gets older and older, we start noticing that there are people helping, right? In this crisis, right, right. There are people obviously like making the crisis happen even further, like making it happen. But I don't know, man. It, it was just re- the way he said it was just it made a lot of sense. Wherever there's a crisis, you'll always find, you know, people who are willing to help, right? Like you said, there's people in, in the hospital. And you just run to the hospital and you just kind of, oh, how can I help? So, yeah. No, that makes sense. I mean, it's the age-old age old, uh, philosophy of wherever there's bad, there's good, or wherever there's good, there's bad, yeah. right? And uh, do you think either or couldn't exist without <laughs> each other? No. Like, how do we know what's good if there's no bad? If there's no bad and if how do, and vice versa, Yeah. right? I still think we're born good. Yes. And we are capable of good. And, uh, you know? Yeah. But it's an innocent way of thinking, right? I just think as as we grow as we grow up in this world, in this sure. system, you know, it, it, all this experience and ugliness of the world kills our innocence, right? True. You wake up to the news every day. Uh, you know, obviously this is sad what happened in Toronto, but <laughs> tune into any news station. What do you really see on TV, man? People dying, this crisis, that crisis. And when you see that long enough, you wake up in the world fearing it. Yeah. You wake up in the world being a distrustful person. Uh, like not giving trust. I, I, you could be nice or whatever. But I just mean like you go out and you're like, and you're looking at people different. Yeah. Like I'm saying this is like if you continue p- putting that much negativity in your head, obviously it's going to change the way you think, right? For sure. And that's just what uh, that's just what news has done. Somebody told me, obviously, uh, take this, take this uh, with a grain of salt. Um, All of the news in the world is owned by three people. Number one, I don't know, but oh, you just just think think about it, right? All the news in the world, minus whatever independent news network that's out there, is owned by yeah, three 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 people, yeah. So three people, and what's the f- quickest way to bring any group, regardless race, religion, anything, any group of different people together? Fear. It br- you're saying it brings them together. Brings them together. If if something happened in Mississauga, okay, some somebody was shooting somebody up, you know, down the street. You think I would care if my neighbor is like a Muslim or not, and he's outside? I'd be like, yo, get get in my house. Everybody, let's go hide safe. You know. Well, what I mean? okay. Now, how do you explain, like, you know, Donald Trump instilling fears into the Americans about the Muslims and the terrorists, and now hate crimes for Muslims have 
exponentially rise since yeah, because, last year. Because there's so, one one enemy here. Uh, not a true enemy, but according to Donald Trump, there's a one enemy. That's the Muslims, right? Yeah. So what I'm trying to say is, so when you build an enemy, aka Muslims, obviously yeah. they're not the enemy, what happens to the other group of people? They all come together oh, you're saying the to Mus- hate. Yeah, not yeah, just the Muslims. Yeah, 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 yeah. What I'm trying to say is, in order to get a group of people together without oh, that, you I have to instill fear, yeah. right? So any act of terrorism brings a huge a population together. They're like, holy shit, this we, is we wrong. We gotta fight the enemy. Yeah, we gotta he fight whatever the enemy is, right? Are. And nobody at that point asks your Hindu, Muslim, Jew, Christian, whatever you are. Nobody asks that at that time. Everybody just says, holy shit, enemy equals terror. We want to live. Everybody safe. Yeah, Let's yeah, get together. Yeah, yeah, Let's see yeah. what we can do. Yeah. You know what I mean? For the greater good of the community. For the greater good of the community. And once that threat is eliminated, we go back to being normal, hateful, separatist human beings. Yeah. Well, hopefully not. It's been it's been really cool just seeing how like the Syrian refugee uh because Canada opens opened its yeah, doors, and when, right? And when they came, right? Yeah. It was it was interesting to see how like groups of people from like the most random towns in New Brunswick, Newfoundland, fundraising, Nova uh, Scotia, sponsoring uh, yeah. refugees. Oh man, lovely! A town of like six hundred people, lovely, all white, right? Yeah, sponsoring a Muslim, like group family, and not yeah. just one, like five of them. And welcoming them with like open arms. Because people look at this as like they're human <clears throat> beings, man. That's the thing, at the man. end of the day, we're all human beings. Shout out first. Canada. Exactly. Bad greatest country in the world, dude. Yeah. Right? For a reason. Yeah. You want to get off this serious topic a little bit? Yeah, I need something more liberal and lighthearted. J. Cole just yes. dropped a new album. Wow, that's still deep. It it's lighthearted but deep. You know why I brought it up? Why? Because I would say, okay, first of all, let's get this out of the way. I You pr- are the biggest J. Cole fighter of all time. <laughs> I'm a massive J. Cole fan, right? A Hands massive, down. massive J. Cole fan. This guy would marry him if he could. Okay, I don't know about that. You would. would. He's like, he's, ma- he's married, by the way. He's married, by the way. No, but you're, you're lying. You're next. Dude. You're blushing. He's blushing. For all you for all you listeners, you can't see his face, but it's like red as a cherry. That's hilarious. He's like, oh, I would. Okay, anyways, so why I brought it up, obviously, I'm a massive fan, but Are you? what I found... <laughs> what I found interesting is that I would say you're like a casual J. Cole fan, right? Yes, yes. So for you to tell me, like, you knew the album was coming out. Yes. And I I didn't really think you would, like, care to check it out. But I know, like, you're a DJ. You keep up with new music. Yeah, yeah. Right? Now more than ever. Right. Yeah. So, and you checked it out. And you texted me, dude, I was quite impressed with this album. Yes. And that took me by surprise. I'm like, oh, wow, like, a casual J. Cole fan saying this. So I always obviously wanted to ask you that question that what did it take for a casual fan with this album to come around to say, not just, hey, it's good, or hey, you know, I found it okay. Yeah. I am quite impressed by this album. And what took you over the top with that? So I think that happened with Kendrick Lamar as well. So when Kendrick came out with Dam, I said, okay, you know what? Let me give it a listen, whatever. When I really dove, like, really dived right into it, <clears throat> that's when it hit me. I'm like, whoa. There's a whole new world. And at the same time, it's also what what took it over the top, what made it, like, this dived is... Dived into Cole's album. Sorry, yeah, I thought yeah, you were talking Cole, about Damn. No, okay. no, Cole and Damn. Okay. Same okay. same thing, right? Uh, what ended up, I think it, it was where they are in their career. Right. I now know they're one of the greatest in the game. So as a result, when he dropped his album, you know, I really sat down. Actually, you know what? You know how I listened to it? In my head, well, first thing I woke up in the morning. Which I, one? I'm KOD, always, KOD. Okay, KOD. Yeah. I put my headphones on and I just listened to it in bed. And nice. not only that, I genius.com every single song. 
No way. So you're reading along. Yeah, reading along. Very yeah, nice. not just listening along. While, right, but while you're taking in the production and exactly, everything. So every, exactly. everything is, you're just laser focused into this album. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, so I noticed more things than I would have noticed if I just had it in the background. Sweet. Right? Um, now, as a result, I think J. Cole is at a point of his a point of his career where he's like, at the top, he, he is, he's clearly proven himself, right? He's not an underdog anymore. He's not talking about those underdog things. He's way past like fame, this, that, like he's way past that. Oh, he's been right? way past. Yeah, exactly. And now he's just talking, he's not a kid. He's talking like, uh, like pops. It's just like, now you, now you, you think you might, okay, well he could, you know, he has a pops. He does have a kid, right? Or two kids. Yep. Daughter. Yep. Exactly. So he is a dad. So now that he sees all these young guys, he's speaking from a different perspective. I don't know. I think that got to be more where nice. it was like, okay. you know, he's always been a great storyteller. And and to give him credit, I never really dived into his albums before like this, like uh, uh, 2014 Forest Hills. And what was the one before that? Right before that? Yeah. Born Center. Born Center. I Like people say that's the greatest album of all time. No, no. One of the greatest. No, no, man. <laughs> no, no, no. But I, I want you to continue your point, of course. But what yeah, I'm trying yeah. to Go say ahead. is that, you know, it's like, it's like he must have... Clearly, to get to this point, he must have had these skills of storytelling and 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 the way that he, and his lyrical ability back then as well, right? It's just gotten better over time, right? Like fine wine, because uh, honestly, ever since I quit my job last year, right? Oh, okay. just everything has changed. <laughs> everything. Like, All your senses have been heightened. Oh, everything, <laughs> everything, dude. I like you're a lot more in life. Man, that's that, so powerful. That, that, that that's how I like to put it. I love the way you put that. You are a lot more in life. Yeah. Simple, but it makes a damn point. Yeah, yeah. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Everything is heightened. Like your like your your feelings, right? Because you're you're deep into life. Right. So your relationships, your, who your you sadness, are. your happiness, yeah. your 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 fear, your your success. Like every, every Oh, you mean all the emotions. Every emotions. All the emotions that you feel are multiplied now. Multiplied. Right? Like because you don't have any external factors yeah, you're not going of to the routine exactly. to affect those. To be like, oh, I'm gonna go emotions. to work next tomorrow. Yeah. Right? Like I do yeah. shit now. But what I'm saying is, you know, I'm not going to a specific place tomorrow every single day for the rest of my life and doing some mundane or whatever job. Right. Like that is not even related at all to me. Right. right. Yeah. In the exactly. sense, it's not like you know me doing a tax return is not in any which way. Man, you know, if you think about it, what does it? What does a job really bring about in your life? Compensation for your bills. That's it. That's the positive. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Why do we work now, to make money? Now, can we list the problems? It's endless. Right. Problems with a coworker. I hate my boss. I hate this. I hate that. I hate you know commuting. I, mean? I hate commute. Uh, commuting and. Complaints, complaints, and complaints. Actually, it's funny because one uh, one of my good friends, uh, he actually told me once. He's like, you know, we don't we don't really work forty hours. I'm like, please do tell. We do not. <coughs> he's like, we go to work nine to five. We come home, right? We didn't count commuting time. We didn't count making lunch. We didn't count ironing our clothes. We did basically anything related to work is technically work. Work prep yeah. is work. Yep, you're right. You making your lunch for tomorrow's work. Is work. It is work. Well, if you're not going to work tomorrow, why are you making lunch? <laughs> well, to you'll eat. Make, yeah, <laughs> I know. I agree. But, but I you'll make a point. lunch tomorrow. When, I agree. When you when you're in your house or whatever the case may be, and you make a lunch. So he's like, we don't work forty hours. We we literally work our entire lives. Like the entire week is dedicated. It's Maybe we true. have like Friday night and Saturday. Sunday, what are you doing? 
What are you doing on Sunday? Dreading Monday. You're prepping for work. Yeah. And now, that time out. That's only nine to five. Add on the fact that people actually are at work more than that. Forget it. Forget oh, it, man. man. Yeah. Forget it. We don't work. We don't work 40 hours. Yo, get. I sound like Kanye right now, but get your heads out of this mental prison. It really is. Dude. It's a prison. I can. Of course, now I can relate because I don't have a job anymore. Yeah. Right? And uh, everything you've said so far, 100%. Because I was at a job that I did work way more than 9 to 5. Do what you love, right? bro. And I was just always, yeah. And and that right there. And I waited. And I waited. And a, the only reason I worked so hard is because I knew this day was coming. Yeah. And this day is finally upon me. And guess what, man? I have never been this happy in my entire life. Wow. Never been happy. Ne- legitimately, I will say that right right off the bat. I have never been this happy in my life. Do you feel like you are now like in life? Yes, liberated. Yes, right. Yes, liberated in life. Uh, totally agree with the senses being heightened because wherever I go now, I'm not. I'm I'm taking in the environment. I'm of taking, course, you know I don't have extra thoughts in my head. Like let's say if I was going to, I was commuting to work. My most primary thought is, oh man, like I gotta go into work. Okay, I gotta go into work. That means I got to deal with this. Then I got working on this, so I got to deal with that. And you're thinking of ways to like do your next project or like handle it. Yeah, of course. Right? And all that. And it's just, what if I could be thinking about so many other important things like my parents, friends, family, wife, kid, whatever. Whatever I have in my life at that that point. You know what I mean? That all require our utmost priority, right? Utmost attention. But obviously all that gets taken away from mundane crap. That we do on, the, on our daily basis, and honestly, man, if you if you derive happiness from working nine to five, more power to you. At the end of the day, I care about what makes you happy. Exactly, right? like some people actually enjoy that. Yeah, which is totally fine. If you enjoy going to work and coming back home, and you like that separation, and you like that routine, some people love more that. more power to you. But don't be Joe Blow, that is dreading Monday, hates a job, all that crap. And then sits and does nothing about it but complain. Yeah, don't complain. If you don't like what you do, yeah, okay, and you're complaining, sh- sh- stop talking. So clearly, something needs to be done about. Stop that. talking. I and, don't want to hear it. And if you don't do anything about it, forget it. I don't want to hear it. Right? I don't hear it. <laughs> I don't, if you hate it and you don't complain, you know I'm okay with that because you're not saying anything. But you hate it. You do hate it, and I feel. I, I mean, if that person has a self awareness that okay, change is coming, I'm just going to tolerate this for now, right? Because I was that person. I hate yeah, it. Yeah, but but you would you would talk about it and then be like, yo, I'm gonna do something about it. So I was okay with that. See, right. if, if you came to me like, yo, I hate this, and I'm like, okay, yo, let's 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 find a solution. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Never did anything about it, and you kept that's complaining. On me. That's on me. You kept complaining. Yeah, I'd be like, I don't want to hear it. Right, and and that's true. And I would agree with you and, and say that's on me. Yeah, because I know I'm not doing anything about it in my life. Yeah, right. Okay, back to the Jake. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry, I I just wanted to finish that point. Because the whole joke about no features and no nothing. Damn, yeah. I remember when he said that. Double platinum with no features, man. That's nuts. That's ridiculous. J. Cole is the kid in school that does his own own homework and doesn't ask for help. Teacher assigns the homework. He goes home, does all of it, comes home. Here's the assignment. Here's everything done. No group work. No nothing. And... Okay, and I'll be be totally honest, dude. Okay, yeah, because you did say you were going to wait. Like a yeah, week and, or and that week is done. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so now and the week is done. I was driving around. So what the hell are you thinking now? This is tied with, for at least for albums, this is tied with uh, 2014 Forest Hills Drive for his best work to date. Wow. You really his think best, so? Best tied. 
because um, first of all, the message, messages, everything that he wanted to get across, right, in this album, okay, did it very well. He's obviously uh, very annoyed with the state of the current hip hop in terms of uh, pill popping, drug abusing, all that stuff. That that the message is to combat all that, right? Yeah. When did he drop the album? Four twenty. What's happening on four twenty? Every smoking up, blazing. <laughs> exactly. Have a blazing. Remember that song? <laughs> yes. Shonda Paul. Right. So. God, I can't believe I just said that. Shonda Paul. Anyways, so. I sat with it for a week, only listened to it, and I am still so blown away by this album. I love the album. And what took me over the top with this album, when I searched for the album credits, all tracks written by Jermaine Cole. Yeah. Just think about it. This guy's in the studio humming these melodies, writing these lyrics... He's a one man show. That's double platinum. It blows by my mind, and that's what multi, that's what put this album to me over the top. Because when I listen to it time and time again, I'm thinking of you should even have put Kill Edward on here. Yeah, and Kill again. Edward just an alter ego. By the way, there's no value in Kill Edward. Edward, that just kind of I don't know. Wow, like, the brown came on in you there. <laughs> this guy said Edward. <laughs> Holy crap, dude! It's the what did Russell Peters say or Hassan Minaj? Uh, brown Tourette's. Yeah. Yeah. Edward. Edward. Damn. <laughs> I've seen a lot of the other way where the V becomes a W. Right. That's okay. But no, you, they're both wrong. No, no, when you go when you go W to V, that's intense. Edward. Edward versus like, <laughs> oh the the WAN. Oh, okay. Like I'll be like, ah, okay. Dude, I still remember. Every but time every time I have this Edward. Every time <laughs> every time I have this uh brown Tourette's thing, right? I always think back to high school where I was so made fun of for saying You're still being made fun of. Okay. <laughs> uh, for saying $5 note. Oh, wow. <laughs> for all you listeners that know, a note is a bill. But it's it, a bill. It's like in the East, they call it yeah. a note. It Actually, is, yes. they, everywhere they call it. Like, yeah, in, in the um, East. In London. And, Even in yeah. China, they call it notes. Right, in notes. Yeah. yeah, but you know, then you come here and you say shit like oh, that. Like, oh, my God. You get ripped on. I remember I was like, oh, yeah, like, um, I think somebody was asking me for lunch money or whatever. I'm like, <clears> oh, yeah, I have a $5 note on me. And they're like, like a doctor's note? <laughs> <laughs> Man, it was horrible. But anyways, yeah. by the way, this album, um, it didn't follow the traditional verse, chorus. Ver- intro, verse, chorus, verse, <laughs> chorus. Yeah. You know what I mean? He just went with an- another, this is so creative. This, he just went with what felt right, right? Uh, he dropped a verse, he dropped uh, melodies, he dropped chorus here and there. Like, you know what I mean? Just however he felt like doing it. Right, so it was a different lesson for me too because some songs made me feel like it was incomplete because it it made me want more. Like Cole, like you're such you're a lyrical beast. Like I wish you could give me another verse to b- bring the point home of this entire song. He's talking about taxes in one of the songs. He's talking about his mom. He's talking about uh, in the song Friends where he uh, you know how he makes he's like I hope and he makes it backwards. What like in the song Friends when it yeah, starts yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, he name drops people and says, I hope oh, you're yeah, listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and hope he you're reverse, listening. He reverses their names. Guess who it was? Who? Zach Cole, his brother. Okay. And Ron Gilmore, in-house producer of Dreamville. He's like, my brother, I hope you're listening. Right? <sighs> and then he goes on to talk about what are we blaming our problems on? Blame it on Trump shit. Blame it on Clinton. Blame it on... If I if I wanted to blame everybody, I would need 20 CDs. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so he's like... Yeah, and, that was cool. 
And he's like, it frustrates me that I'm the only person that made it out the Ville. Because you guys are like, you know, you don't have ambition. You're lazy. Why is that? I'm just like you. But yeah. why did I make it out? Yeah. You know what I mean? And that just, dude, it, it's, at first listen, the only reason I'm saying it's tied with 2014 Forest Hills Drive is because the first listen experience for 2014 Forest Hills Drive and where I was in my life yeah. at that time, that first listen was so amazing, right? And as I sat with the album, you know, it just multiplied. This, the first listen wasn't that amazing, but... The reason I took that week is because I wanted to really sink in. And um, anyways, summary points about Cole album. Incredible body of work. I think this is the Cole that us hardcore fans will have to come to appreciate and love. This is what's here to stay. And 1985 apparently is an intro to the fall off, which is another album apparently, or another project that is supposed to hopefully come out this year because yeah, this is not that. enough cold music. I need more cold music, obviously, because he's going to disappear for another two, three years. God, right? man, I need more cold music for God's sakes, man. Yeah, man. And you ever wonder why I'm such a massive Cole fan? Explain. It can't just be, obviously, <clears throat> amazing rapper or whatever. His first three albums and studio albums, Cold World, The Sideline Story, Born Center, 2014 okay. Forest Hills Drives. Okay. These albums how they defined Cole's career, like the progression of his career, completely mirrored my life and what I was doing at that time. Yeah, of course. In the sense that, not just the linear progression, I mean, I, 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 I compared it to... I compared it like to... Like it touched you in ways at that time that you that related time, to it. Cole World was me almost dropping out, not dropping out of school, dropping out of my program and struggling to find my base and find struggling to just come out of that shell and coming back to my program was okay. Cold World's headline story. Okay? Born Sinner was like, was a mixed album. It was a mixed review album where I'm back in my program and he hasn't found that sound where this is definitive Cole. Okay. You know what I mean? It's still, still sold well and everything. It was still sonically pleasing, but it wasn't that album to define his sound, right? So I got back in my program. I got... um I was still trying to find my legs in a way, right? I didn't know what I was doing, blah, blah, blah. Like I just, it wasn't, there was no, uh, there was no, how do, how do I explain this? There was no like um, accomplishment at that time. I was still battling, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. 2014 Forest Hills Drive dropped, his first album, double platinum, no features. I got my first job in public accounting. It, it, it just, it just worked. What I, what I wanted, exactly what I wanted exactly in the field that I wanted, everything, I got my first job. Well, J. Cole's making music for you at this point. So. <laughs> and then, forget For Your Eyes only because that was a, you know, it's not an album for J. Cole. It was for album for his friend. This album drops and Cole is experimenting with his flows. He's trying new things, finding new sounds. I quit my job and I'm experimenting new things. I'm making a podcast. Damn. I'm doing things in my life that, holy shit, man, I would never have thought of doing. That's pretty cool. Kill Edward? Who the hell's Kill Edward? What's he doing with Kill Edward? You know, like doing new things, right? That nobody can predict. <clears throat> I never predicted my own self being here. You know what I mean? And now we're back into mirroring. So I, I just feel like this might sound like really childish and amateur to some people. You need to be best friends with J. Cole. You know what I mean? I, people might hear this like, oh, this is like, man, like get over it or whatever. But I, this is why I really feel like. Get over it. <laughs> I'm <laughs> kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this guy have this some sort, some sort of real, connection, uh, dude. Some sort of connection, man. It's deeper than rap, man. This guy wants to be best friends with J Cole. 
So Cole, if you're listening, by uh, be his best friend, please for God's <laughs> sakes! Holy shit, it's like a call out. Hey man, I met him. Hey, just to wrap this entire topic up in 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 kind of you know yep. uh, to bring it back to the first line I said, you would marry him. Okay, I'm not marrying J Cole, <laughs> <laughs> and that's a wrap. I would definitely hang out with him. I would definitely you know anything like I'd hang out with him, and I don't want to be a, t- a typical fanboy. I obviously want to. I obviously would have a conversation with him as a human being, yeah. like where he's at in his yeah. life. I would love yeah. to know about, you know, like how he's handling his relationship with his wife and daughter. Why I said that is because, you know, Cole is completely low key. Oh God. Yeah. Right. And that happened. Like he, you only hear from him when he's dropping something. Exactly. And he disappeared. Why? Because he got married and he has a daughter and that's what he focuses his life on. God bless him. Right, he completely and he's matured as an artist. Where remember, like when he first came out, signed to Rock Nation, chains and everything. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now he's got this just dreads and just a very low key. Like he doesn't dress it any certain way. He just dresses Hoodie, the way, yeah, pants, just the way Air he Force wants Wands, to. Right, very whatever. comfortable. Uh, and he just even on his shows, he wears the prison uh, uniform. Yeah, that was cool, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, he's just all about this message, and he's all about staying away from the limelight because all of that does not bring him any happiness anymore. Right? God bless him. That's where Love Yours from that album that we talked about. And remember when I before I left, uh, one of your going away messages was that, that the beauty's in the struggle. Yeah. Right? And that song was written about the fact that, hey, I've gotten all my accomplishments. I've gotten the money. I've had my fun. Doesn't make me happy, man. So I'm going to get away from this limelight. I'm going to go, you know, marry my high school sweetheart, have a child. <coughs> And that's where I'm going to find my happiness. And that's where he does. And then he comes back and drops an album like this where yeah. he's just frustrated with, he's just frustrated with the state of rap and all this like, um, you know, pill popping culture that's in the rap culture today. And even with the last song, which is so popular, he's not talking as if he wants to diss all these little young kids that are perpetuating this. Yeah lifestyle he just wants to say hey come let me talk with you and let me show you let me talk to you yeah come here little man let me talk with you let me see if i can paint you the large picture yeah right where he's just trying to say that hey have you thought about your impact have you thought about what you're doing with these kids and don't ever quit touring and one day these kids that you're talking to they're gonna grow up they're gonna out it's almost like he's just asking questions he's not telling you what to do He's, he's like this is what he's happens. He's trying to guide you. He's trying to be the guiding light, exactly. Right? And that's and the best way to do it. Exactly. And he's just and he, he doesn't want any. He's not dissing them, right? He just wants to say, "Hey, have you considered these things?" This is th- this almost album, parenting him. This album is so cool because it almost goes to show how well hip hop has aged. Right. Think about it. Absolutely. D- did we see back in the nineties any any artists like rapping like this? About this. no, no, come on! I mean, uh, no, no, Nas... about this and how they used to, do, how he did it, dude. This is this is not to say there weren't any intellectual rappers then. Yeah, I'm just saying that the way he did it and the way that he painted the picture, and and how of the he message said behind it, this yeah, album, the message, yeah, message. No, no, uh, 1985, for example. Okay, right, and how he just kind of said it, and how he like. And what he said, you, you know. You mentioned to me about something about Wu Tang. Uh, behind this, uh, let me let me pull no, up. No, Tag Tribe Called Quest. Was it Tribe Called Quest? I yeah, how to... I said this is like eight million stories. So there's this Tribe Called Quest song called Eight Million Stories, and it's one of my favorite old school tracks ever. Then I heard 1985. It had the same vibe and flow. I personally think it's one of his greatest songs ever. Yeah, quite impressed, immensely yeah. impressed with this album. 
Interesting. Yeah, and then what? Really stories. Listen yeah. to it. Okay. No, I will. I will. Yeah. Okay. So what do you think? Are we done with the J Cole album? Yeah, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Man, uh, by the way, as a hip hop fan, you've obviously heard what's Jude's happening. Jude's gonna in... be lit. Are you gonna let me finish the point <laughs> or the question? Jude's gonna be lit. Yes, I was gonna ask you about June, and June 2018 right now is looking like a very, very, very memorable hip hop month. Why is that? Because like 60,000 people are dropping albums. <laughs> like two of my favorite artists are dropping albums in the same month, and they are Kanye West. June 1st, Kanye West. June 8th. Kanye West and Kid Cudi. Collab. I think it's flipped. I think Cudi and thing first. No, it's Kanye it's West first. first. Okay, Kanye West okay. first. Kanye, uh, Kanye Cudi second. Yes. Drake, Nas. <sighs> Come on. So June and what are you most excited of in that entire month of June? Like I want to say Drake. Oh really? But no, I don't. You're not Drake. most excited Kanye. for Drake. Kanye, Kanye West. Drake, dude. Kanye, New... Kanye. Ah, man, Kanye I don't West. know, man. Kanye West. By the way, I've Lest always... Lest we forget. I've always had this argument with you. Who's a bigger artist? Who? Drake or Kanye? Like, equal. Meek Mill got released today. <laughs> How did I forget? Dude, I've been wanting to oh my god. He showed up to the Sixers game. Bro, fresh out of jail. Where were you, where were you 24 hours ago? In jail. Where are you 24 hours later? Floor seats. D- By the way, he called up the owner and said, Yo, I'm coming through. Come on, man. And the owner released that to the uh to Big thing, day like, for Jay-Z. Oh yeah. Dude. Because he was fighting for it, right? He, uh, yeah. And and he's also signed there were, there were rallies. There were man, me, you know what? I'm so happy for him. I'm so happy for Meek Mill. Obviously, I don't wish jail upon anybody unless you deserve the time for your crime, yeah. right? Uh, have you been following the unjust prison uh, stuff behind Meek Mill, the whole thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Crazy, man. Yeah. Crazy. And, and, and you know, Diddy and Jay-Z are now starting their own kind of like platform for To like, raise awareness of unjust, uh, like injustice? Of no, no, or? specifically this whole like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the whole, co- the unfair bail, and like right. all these different things. Yeah. And basically, what are they doing? I don't know exactly what it is, but it's something along the lines of creating a platform of like helping out with like situations like this. Dude, Waffle House shooter, $2 million bond, Meek Mill in jail for riding dirt bikes. Come on. Come on. Waffle House shooter, four dead. Meek Mill never killed anybody in his life. Did he? No, never. Okay. He's never on a murder charge. I'm sure he's done crazy shit back 17 years. Yeah, wheelie, pop up wheelie, come pop on. Pop wheelie because he was on 10 years probation Co- based on 10 whatever. 10 years ago. Oh my God. 10 years God. probation, man. But he's looking good, though. He looks like he hasn't eaten for like a while. <laughs> or like he's just been eating this one thing. Because he's hungry. Time. Like, I mean, hungry in the sense that not just like food, but he's fit. hungry in the sense that, dude, he's. Imagine being. He looks happier for some reason. I don't know why. I don't You think, man? Just got released from jail. He's faced injustice for the past five months, right? Rallies were happening in uh, Philadelphia. Yeah, longest five months of his all life. This, yeah, man. I want you to make male music. Yeah. I want you to make male music. Oh, it's coming. In June. Just keep everybody. Everybody come out in they're June. Saying, they're saying... Uh, you know what they should do? The whole industry should get together and every day in June, every day, new album. Every single day for 30 okay, days. Okay. 30 <laughs> rappers. You're flooding the streets at that point. No label will allow that. I want it. No, Dude, unless how, you're independent, you can the do it. The rest of the year will just be lit. Basically. Imagine. Uh, but, I mean, no label is allowing that. June 1st, Kanye. Right? They're saying... June 2nd, Drake. <laughs> June 3rd, Kendrick. June 4th... J. Cole. J. Cole. <laughs> June 5th, Lil Pump. 
Uh, you, wow, you just you killed the whole buzz with June fifth. We're five June minutes in. Rocky. June is going to be a pretty exciting month. It will. I'm looking forward. to Not the, too far away. To the weather. Uh, Finally. Obviously, I wish you the speediest recoveries. Thank you, sir. <laughs> I just had to add the. That was a sniff ad lib. Yeah, the sniff ad lib. <laughs> Yo, you should cut that out and then use it like later on. <laughs> just like. Yeah, I'll give you more ad libs. <laughs> yeah, that's three. That's HR right there. What you just did. <coughs> that, there you go. That right there is intro. Cool. This is the Crispy Banter Podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Take care. Bye. This year has reminded us of the importance of saving for the unexpected. And as a bank, our job is to make that a little easier for everyone. That's why at Huntington, we're so proud to introduce Money Scout. It analyzes your checking account to find money that's not being used and moves it to your savings automatically. It's that simple. So you can always be saving, even now. Learn more and enroll at Huntington.com slash Money Scout. Huntington, welcome. Money Scout is subject to eligibility, terms and conditions, and other account agreements. Member FDIC. Today is nonstop. And suddenly, your checking account is overdrawn. But what if we gave you more time on that one? At Huntington, if you accidentally overdraw your account by $50 or less, we've put a $50 safety zone in place, so you won't be charged an overdraft fee. It's one more way we're looking out for you. So you can have time for what matters most. Huntington, welcome. $50 safety zone does not apply to returned items. Your account will be automatically closed if it remains negative for 60 days. Learn more at Huntington.com slash safety zone.